Welcome to the Odyssey Podcasts. This is Jean Cavellos, Director of the Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust. The Odyssey Writing Workshop is an intensive six-week program for writers of fantasy, science fiction, and horror whose work is approaching publication quality, and for published writers who want to improve their work. Odyssey is held each summer on the campus of St. Anselm College in Manchester, New Hampshire. Adult writers from all over the world apply. Only 15 are admitted. Top authors, editors, and agents serve as guest lecturers. For more information, visit www.odysseyworkshop.org. Podcast 79 is an excerpt from a lecture by Melanie Tem and Steve Rasnick Tem at Odyssey 2014 on beginnings, middles, ends, and structure. This excerpt will be continued in Podcast 80. The text of this recording is copyright 2014 by Steve Resnick Tem and Melanie Tem. The sound recording is copyright 2014 by Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust. Today we're talking about beginnings, middles, ends, structure. This may sound a little simplistic, but one way to figure out what a story is like is read a thousand stories. And that's kind of a blunt thing to have to do, but I think it really works. The thing about beginnings, I had, I had a young writer a few years ago who came up to me at a convention and he said, I have a really hard time with beginnings. And I said, okay, do you have like a hundred books in your library that you like very much or who would really please you? He said, yeah. I said, read the beginnings of those hundred books. And he was extremely disappointed because I hadn't given him this magic key to create a beginning, but that to me that is the magic key. Because by reading those in a focused way, you learn what a beginning sounds like. You see a lot of different approaches. And the same thing with endings. Um, Charlie Grant, who you say that this Shadow series, he used to tell us that sometimes he would say, okay, this is a really good story, but this ending isn't quite killer enough. And so that's what we work on for a few weeks, is trying to find just the right line, because it, it didn't just have to end the story, it had to end the story in a really moving way. It had to sound like an ending. So for a lot of us, what we did, we just read lots and lots of endings to see what they would sound like. And we tried to come up with something that sounded like that. And it seems kind of superficial, but it really actually gets to things at a deep level. I thought to uh, start off with is I would just read some favorite beginnings to kind of show you what I'm talking about. And please pay attention to the fact that while we're talking about reading a lot of beginnings and endings and middles to see what other people have done, you need to do what works for you in this particular story is one perhaps overly obvious but easily forgotten premise. And the other thing is that there are all there are debates about whether you should start the story, for instance, in the middle of the action or before that. There are debates about whether it's okay to start with a, a line of dialogue or not. There are debates about whether the ending should sum things up or just stop because that's as good a stopping place as any. All of those things are fine. They just have different effects and they work for different stories and different purposes. So as Steve reads some examples and as you think about it and read your thousand short stories, keep that in mind that 
we don't think there are any rules particularly about how you should do it. It's what works in the context that you want it to work in. Uh, one thing I'd also like to point out is that something that writers frequently get confused about is the first thing you write down for the story is frequently not actually the beginning of the story. For me, in my process, I write at least a page or two just to get the tone, just to get the character, just to get some feel of where the story is going. And that's not really the beginning of the story. That's just what I need to do to get started so I can actually find the beginning of the story. And sometimes the beginning of the story may not happen until the last steps of writing because of that. You might not know what the beginning is until you know what the ending is and, or what right. the middle is. Okay, just a few of these. Um, the Lovely Bones is a recent book. And her narrator, Susie, tells us, I was 14 when I was murdered on December 6, 1973. I think there's varied opinions about that book. I, I can't believe I've ever had an opening that good myself. George Orwell's 1984 begins, It was a bright, cold day in April, and the clocks were striking 13. I guess maybe the father of modern YA, J.D. Salinger, the catcher in the rye, if you really want to hear about it, the first thing you'll probably want to know is where I was born and what my lousy childhood was like and how my parents were occupied and all before they had me and all that David Copperfield kind of crap. But I don't feel like going into it if you want to know the truth. And what I like about that opening is he gives us the full character and the attitude the character's going to have for the entire book. And something a bit simpler uh, Norman McLean's A River Runs Through It. In our family, there was no clear line between religion and fly fishing, which sets the theme for the book very well. Now a few endings. Maybe we'll start with one of my favorites. Uh, Joyce is the Dead. His soul swooned slowly as he heard the snow falling faintly through the universe and faintly falling like the descent of their last end upon all the living and the dead. And Toni Morrison, Sula. It was a fine cry, loud and long, but it had no bottom and it had no top, just circles and circles of sorrow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I may quit writing. <laughs> and Edith Wharton, The House of Mirth. He knelt by the bed and bent over her, draining their last moment to its lees, and in the silence there passed between them the word which made all clear. And she doesn't give you the word. No, she doesn't give you the word. So talk about engaging the reader at the last possible second. Mm -hmm. So to talk about middles a little bit. Middles are really hard. Middles uh, are why we don't have more novelists. Uh, <laughs> Most of uh, the novels that I've seen which fail tend to fail in the middle. If you read a lot of book reviews, you'll constantly see the complaint, well, the middle lags, or the middle's boring, or I didn't know what the author was doing in the middle. It just seemed like incident after incident after incident. The problem is the middle is really all about plot. The beginning really isn't about plot. It's what starts things off. The ending this is kind of tying things up. It's the middle that's all about plot. 
So if you can't plot, you really can't write a decent middle. I suppose it may be time for a little self-revelation here. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> for a long time, people asked me why I never wrote stories over 2,000 words. There's a good reason. Because you don't have to write a middle if you have a story that's 2,000 words. My first published story, first published genre story, was a story called City Fishing. And for City Fishing, the character started in a place of high anxiety. And that tended to be the way I wrote all my short fiction for a long time, is the character was already worked up to a pretty good degree. Clive Barker, a lot of his stories also start at a point of high anxiety. They go to a peak, there's a little transition, they go down to the end, and then they go off into some other world at that point. So to me, that is, in some ways, a classic horror short story. That's why a lot of horror short stories don't have any middles. A lot of science fiction, actually, is quite short. Doesn't have any. doesn't have a middle. So finally, at some point, I had to write longer stories, which meant I had to learn how to write middles. And it's also why, for a long time, I didn't try to write a novel, because, boy, there's an awful lot of middle in a novel. Somebody yesterday was saying, how do you know when you get an idea, whether it's a short story or a novel? One of the ways is if, when you think about it, there has to be a middle. There has to be a period of time where things happen in order for the beginning and ending to make sense. Then it's a novel, or, or at least a longer form. Or a novella. Yeah, at least a longer form. This is the end of part one. For part two, listen to podcast 80. The text of this recording is copyright 2014 by Steve Resnick Tem and Melanie Tem. The sound recording is copyright 2014 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust.